are now listening to God Family Nation. Welcome to another episode of God Family Nation. I'm your host, Brother Ra'ai. Yeah. I have with me Brother Anaya. Shalom, shalom. How are everybody doing? All right. Uh, Brother Palau, say what's up to the people. Shalom. Yeah, how y'all doing, man? How doing? All right. We got uh, the infamous Brother Corey with us. What's going on? What's going on, people? How y'all doing out there? All right. I'm going to call you different perspective. <laughs> uh, funny man no nah, but it's good though i, I like you know what I'm saying because i what the last podcast that we did you had you came with some different perspective i think everybody did pretty good to come with different perspectives you know what i'm saying but I, I like that so that's good so tonight we're gonna go into something that may be a little touchy that may trigger a few people but we you know we need to talk about it so the question here i have for y'all is has slavery Looking at us, looking you know, twenty twenty twenty, and looking back, has slavery been a crutch for our people? Has slavery been a motivation for our people? Has it been a, a an excuse that we use? Has it you know be, you know have we used that as um, to justify our situation erroneously? You know, we okay, we we came from slavery. We had four hundred years of, of slavery, and is that now become a crutch? Well, we can't succeed. We can't do this. We we don't do this, or we're psychologically destroyed, and we have you know it because of slavery. Everything is because of slavery. Is is that the case, or is that, has this become a crutch for us? What are y'all thoughts on that? Anybody? Don't leave me hanging. Hang, Somebody say something. Hanging, leave you hanging. Now that's pretty um for real, for real, bro. My, my my standpoint with that, I feel like, man, like slavery kind of have been like a uh we use it as a you know as a as a as a crutch for us to to be like, oh, I can't succeed in this type of um work atmosphere because because they still look at us as 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 as, as slaves or or or, or in the in the case of sense like that. Or they'll be like, um our people be like, we in the system that we live in there and we can't succeed in this system because we still looked at, what is it, like three-fourths of a, of a man or something like that? You know what I'm saying? We still yeah. looked at as, as, as that. Uh, two-thirds. Yeah, two-thirds of a, of a man, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and I, I feel like right now in the time and, 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 and place that we in right now, that I feel like slavery shouldn't even be you it should be more of an educational standpoint for us to pinpoint certain things about our past you know what I'm saying to lead us to to actually um elevate us in certain direction that we need to go rather than pinpointing it to be like this is why we're in a situation that 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 we in because of because of slavery and stuff like that because the it's, it's mad books out there we can read mad information out there that we can get that the masses can get that can elevate our mind you know what I'm saying to to think outside of the box and, and to elevate us as as being um quote unquote black black Americans you not know saying brown people okay all right very well. So let me ask this, the brother Nye and brother Corey, do y'all differ in your perspective? Brother Corey, I'll go to you. Do you have a different take on that opposed to what brother Palau just uh, expressed? Well, I, my perspective is twofold. So personally, in some ways we do use slavery 
as a crutch to say that we can't do certain things. And the issue I have with that is that our ancestors that were newly freed from slavery, many of them, not all of them, did not use slavery as an excuse. For example, Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street was maybe 50 years or so removed from slavery. Those people were able to do what they did 50 years out of slavery. Now, there were other Blacks around the country that may have still been suffering due to other manipulative tactics that had been implemented post-slavery. But slavery itself, I don't think that uh, our ancestors used it as an excuse. I think that we should think that we know better. We are aware that slavery has had certain impacts and ramifications upon our present existence. So I think that knowing is half the battle and we can use what we know to get to where we are or where we need to go. Now, one thing I will also say that one thing I'll also say is that when you look at where we are today, I feel like we do have to consider certain things when it comes to slavery. And that is that it was one of the greatest acts against humanity in history. I also feel that it was a situation where we were disrupted for 200 plus years from being husbands, wives, being a family. We forgot those things because we weren't allowed to be those things. So to our defense, we have been impacted. But we, at this point, we know the impacts to a certain degree, and we have to understand that we have to now move on. And I think we have what we need to move on. I think what we need to be focused on more so at this point is the hurdles that we presently face, like privatized prisons and systemic racism and integration. These are the things that are holding us back presently, not slavery, if you will, if that makes any sense. Okay, so I'm hearing that, right? But I'm saying the, the, I don't want to say complaints, but the issues that, that arise that are being brought forth, is it not true? Are these things not true? Did, or were we not enslaved for over 400 years? Like you just said, were we not stripped from our family, emasculated? Uh, were we not downtrodden? Were we not put in a, a system that was designed to make sure that slaves never took over. So if that's the case, then how can we ever look back and say that, well, slavery, you know, we're using slavery as an excuse or we can't lean or we can't keep hiding behind slavery as the reason why we're in the condition that we're in. Go ahead, brother. Now you want to say something? Yeah, I have fell out for an extended period of time. So I'm probably about to say some of the same stuff that some of the other brothers said. Okay. But, you know, slavery is a, uh, is a very, a very uh, real thing. And although we're not in slavery today, we still suffer, you know what I'm saying, the backlash from the atrocities that was committed to us. Um, that's one of the main reasons that we have so many social ills in the black community. And not just in the black community, but even in the, uh, the Hispanic community. Because one thing a lot of people forget is that slavery just wasn't but you know the so-called brown people that came over on slave ships you had people being sent from the americas into europe and things like that too but because we sticking mainly on the black community slavery is definitely real um is definitely side effects of it 
Now, can it be used as a crutch? Yes, it can. But to say anytime that black people can't get their head above water that, you know, slavery is one of their excuses, we can't always make that statement. Now, sometimes it is, but sometimes that's not the case. But however, it is an um, orchestrated effort, you know what I'm saying, by white supremacists to keep our people down. And that's, that's, that's basically what I have to say. <laughs> I wanted to add something to that. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. So I agree wholeheartedly with Brother Nine. And I do think that when you go back and you look at certain literature, like, for example, the Willie Lynch uh, letters, and you look at the, the tactics. Now, there's a, an ongoing debate as to whether or not Willie Lynch actually existed. But when you look at the tactics that were written of and implemented, there's no denying that those particular tactics have had an impact on our community today and are a great uh, reason why we have so much division and hate for one another. We're in a cycle now where, for example, we, I, I was just having a conversation with uh, some of the other brothers, for example, where the government, it's been proven that the government has brought uh, drugs into our community and guns into our community. It's scary to me to think that the government is so comfortable sending thousands, hundreds of thousands of illegal weapons into our community and basically creating an uh, urban army. But they're so confident in, the, in, their, uh, in the damage that they've done to our community that they know we won't use those weapons to formulate an army and use it against white supremacy. They are confident in that because they know that their tactics that they've used to create division among us have worked. That scares me. The fact that I can give you a tool that you could actually use to, in some ways, not, uh, not advocating this, but it's something to fight a war. You know what I'm saying? People go to Iraq and fight wars with weapons, but we give you war well, weapons because we know you're going to use it against yourself. You wouldn't dare raise that gun up against us. You know better that kind of mentality. So I'm just saying that we have been conditioned to hate each other, to kill each other, to, to envy one another. When, when you are grown, when you're growing up, if love is absent, the only thing that could replace those positive virtues are negative virtues. And it's not that some people don't love or don't want to love. They've grown up on something that has replaced love in their life and envy, enviness or envy, enviousness and other things have replaced certain aspects of positive virtues in our life. Hatred has replaced certain aspects. Fear has replaced certain aspects. So if you don't have the, the, the love, the, 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 the patience and all the other things, the only thing that can replace those things is the negative. And that's what we have. And we're trying to learn how to get back to where we were before we went into slavery. And that's a difficult challenge. I don't think that we may succeed in this particular generation, but I think the upcoming generations may have an opportunity to succeed. We still have some, some remnants of things we have to work on in this generation. So that's what I wanted to add. Okay. So let me ask a question to everybody. Here, hey, my, right? can, can, can I just say something real Yeah. Yeah. Quick, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go ahead. Before you ask your question. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to uh, land back off of what Corey said. He made a statement. He said, you know, they'll give us the guns knowing that we're going to kill one another, but they're not even afraid that we're going to kill them and they're the people oppressing us, right? And that's how you know that slavery 
it can't you can't always say in slavery because listen a slave is not somebody that's in chains our forefathers that's in chains was revolutionaries listen if i gotta put you in chains that means you don't belong to me i'm scared to take you off the chain because you're gonna run away but if i can take you off the chain and have you trained to where you're going to love me even though i oppress you that's a slave so the fact that they can bring guns and drugs into our community and we don't use it against our oppressor that means we're still in slavery that's it well you well thank you for that brother and that was very insightful and you just ruined my question <laughs> no because look because you oh I mean, my you bad of, my bad you kind of just answered the question though right because the question i was going to ask Listen, great minds wanna, think alike right i just kind of wanted to ask this and get a simple yes or no from everybody right and then maybe maybe expound on it but you kind of answered it the question being is slavery a thing of the past or not is it over or not like i i want to clearly at least from our perspective from your perspective clearly state or or choose a side is slavery a thing of the past or not? Because if it's a thing of the past, then it's, we learn from the past, but we don't live in it. But if it's not a thing of the past, then maybe we need to discuss that as well. So just, just down the line, yes or no, is it a thing of the past? I say no, I think it evolved. You say no, all right, Palau, what do you say? I say yeah, I say, is, is, I say yes and no, I say it's both. We, it can't be, it can't be yes and no. Is it a thing of the past or not? I mean, Me. just, it, your opinion, what do you think? I think it, it it is yeah it it is a um a thing in the past that be that be being used in the future though that's that's not, that's not okay all right well okay so I'm, we'll give a little explanation on that and brother Naya I know you kind of touched on it but just get your official answer is slavery a thing of the past if you're saying definitely so, not you it's more prevalent not. now than ever all right so so now yeah, I'm definitely not it's more prevalent now than ever. All right, so I'm I'm gonna ask this next question. I'm gonna slide to Brother Palau and let him expound on his answer and kind of transition into this next question, right? So, slavery is not a thing of the uh, for Brother Palau. You said it's a thing of the past, right? Um, so should we separate? And this is and Brother Corey and Brother Nine, y'all can chime in on this as well after Brother Palau. But should we separate slavery from systemic racism? Is, is, are those two separate things or are they the one and the same? Or is it like, is, is systemic racism a, an extension of slavery? So it's like a, the child of slavery. Um, is it slavery, um, what's the word, morphed? Has slavery morphed into systemic racism? Or are those two different issues? Are we blurring or, or combining the two? So slavery is one thing and we need to leave slavery where, you know, Make sure that we're, when we're talking about slavery, we're talking about slavery. And then systemic racism is something else. Are we merging the two and confusing the issues? I want to go to Brother Palau because, Brother Palau, you, your, your take was that slavery is a thing of the past, but yet we're dealing with the ramifications of it. I'm not really sure how you were saying that. So Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, kind of like the ramifications. Um, we're dealing with the you know, the, the, the remnants of it, you know what I mean, from, from what's been going on in, in the past to, to now. So is, is, is there a difference for you? I apologize for cutting you off. Mama, I'm sorry. No, you good. You good. <laughs> um, but is there a difference between slavery and what we went through in slavery and how we've been affected by slavery today and systemic racism? Systemic, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a difference. It's similarities, but it's definitely a difference. You know what I'm saying? When you do the compare and contrast, but it's definitely a difference. Um, You have 
the systematically racism that that goes on right right now it stems from what took place um during slavery and before but what's going on now is is it's to a point that we have a, a, a chance, like 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 like, like 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 we actually have a chance to actually be like, okay, I don't want to have to deal with, with 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 what happened in the past. I want to deal with with what was going on right now in today's time and going forth. And how can I be productive enough to overcome what happened in the past and not let that play on me and my people during these days and times? You understand? So it's like it's like we. We choose to um to let that pass um for um to, we choose to let that pass be um prevalent in our future. You know what I mean? We choose to let that happen. You know what I mean? It's like cause like 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 I want I was I just want to say this like when we gonna get past um the slavery that happened in the 15 and 1600s? When we gonna get past that and and look at the situation like okay? It's our problem now. You know what I mean? They they don't have the chains around our necks now. You know what I'm saying? We choosing to keep these these spiritual chains around our necks and these and these mental chains around our necks. We choosing to do that. Like a lot of our people is waking up and choosing to do those things every day. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 a difference. You know what I'm saying? But definitely similarities, but it's a difference. You know right, what so I mean? Let, if let I uh huh. Let me challenge what you're saying, right? Okay. How can we address what's going on today without addressing what happened in the past? Is it necessary for us to address slavery to address the current situation that we're in as a people? We don't have to address slavery to address what's going on right now because what's going on right now is 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 is, is it, it comes from it comes the origin of it comes from back then. But what's going on now, like I said before, we don't have these physical chains on us. We're not walking around with plantation owners. We got to check our papers to go to another plantation, to go to the store and all that type of stuff. We're not operating that society. We operate in a society where it's not only just black people that's being called um, commodities or, or, or slaves, but White people is too, you know what I'm saying? Other nations is too in these and especially in America in a in a melting pot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like it's 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 a big it's a different I ain't gonna say it's a big difference, but it's it's a it, it, it's a very different. It's a it's it's a, like it's a it's there's a difference. A clear, you're saying there's clearly a difference between the two. There's a clear line yes. that separates slavery from systemic racism. Now, yes. I was following you up until the point you saw us talking about these black people and these white people. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> well, you got you got you got your brown people, and then you got your Europeans, and you got your you got your Asians. You know, what I mean, you got you got a lot oh, of different so you're nations. Like European Americans opposed to African Americans. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we have. You have you have you have a, a melting pot where it's just not so-called African Americans who's who, who's dealing with racism or, or or dealing with certain um certain things that 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 happens in this society where people pick and choose based on the color of their skin or, or based on what's your nationality and stuff like that. It's not just it's not just um African Americans who are dealing with this. You know, what I mean, you 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 have you have Asians in in certain communities where your so-called um 
I'm just going to speak like you have, like, especially in California, you have Asian communities in California, whether they be Cambodian or whether they be different, the different yeah. type of Asians that, that, that stem from that Asian, you know what I'm saying, right. family that we want to break, um, break it down into. But yeah, almost every, have, every major city has a, what they call Chinatown, Koreatown. A lot of them have, yes. Africa, a lot of places in China, they call Africa town, you know, but nothing African-American town nowhere that I'm aware of. <laughs> Nah, but we do have places where um you have like Jamaicans town, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people have a whole community of Jamaicans and, and stuff like that. But it's at, at the same time, it's a it's it's more of a it's more of a um a, a citizen, you know what I'm saying? Um, control than more so being posed on black um African Americans. You know what I mean? Understand what I'm saying? African Americans, yeah, they have a uh, a more of a setback because what because because of the origin of slavery, but now it's a whole mumbo jumbo of a whole bunch of citizens <laughs> that's actually going into that that's having these discriminations on, on them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like it's like we can't really now. I feel like sometimes with us being Black Americans, we we tend to use slavery as 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 an upper on these other races you know what I'm saying to be like oh because we were slaves this is why but but y'all see y'all dealing with y'all dealing with because y'all dealing with that you know what I'm saying but we dealing with this what we dealing with because we 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 were slaves you know what I'm saying and all that but I feel like bro we all right put that to the side you know what I'm saying let's deal with what's happening right now in today's society with the government and the people you know what I'm saying power to the people okay you know what I'm saying so all let's right. let's <laughs> right on let, so I, I, so I let's deal, bring let's deal with that yeah, I want to bring Brother Corey and Brother Nine in on this, right? So kind of going to what you, some things you just spoke to, Brother Palau. Um, my partner told me to stop saying um, so I'm trying to work on that. So dealing with separating, like, like let's, let's kind of give an example. Like you just talked about dealing with other nationalities. When other nationalities come to the Americas, right, they get loans, they get certain benefits that allow them to start opening businesses and start operating buying houses and stuff like that we we built this country and we don't get any of that so is that is that an effect are we still suffering the effects of slavery or is that systemic racism um Anybody? i wanted to say this i feel like systemic racism is kind of it, it replaced the chains that we once had because back in the day you had the and they would physically prevent you from going but so far, now we have systemic racism and it, present, it, it prevents you from going but so far in this world and in this system without mm -hmm. compromising and uh, kind of yielding yourself in control. So that's how I view systemic ra racism. I can get a certain, I can go, is this like in the movie Life? They were in prison, but there were no gates. They had a gun line. If you cross the gun line, you got shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could travel five miles out, 10 miles out, but if I cross that gun line, I get shot. And in the, in the movie, they weren't wearing any chains. They were kind of there by, they were kind of there voluntarily, if you will, because if they would have, you know, had an uprising and took over the thing, they could have freed themselves. But there were no chains. There were no cages. They had a gun line and they knew to respect that gun line. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at it, and, and when you look at the movie, Martin and, and, and Eddie Murphy, they tried to escape a couple times, and they got put back in their place. Eventually, at the end, they figured it out. They made it out. 
And that's kind of what it is for us. We had certain revolutionaries come along and try to go past that gun line, free our people or liberate our people. And in every way it gets uh, destroyed. You know what I'm saying? We have people that come in and infiltrate. They'll use their own people and they'll use our people. And that should let you know that the slavery that we once thought ended, it still exists. It's, it's more evolved now. It's just like the okay. education system. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say, so with that being said, right, because I want to speak to that, but before I do, yeah. I'm not clear as to your stance on the difference or if there's a difference between systemic racism and slavery. You're saying they're one and the same? I or? think they're different. I think, like, for example, Anaya mentioned the fact that when someone is enslaved, it's just like, for example, back in the day we had to, he said, you had to put people on chains because for example, they feared us. If I take you off these chains, you might kill me. You might run away. You might rape my wife and, and burn this whole plantation down. You might do a lot of things. But if I take this chain off of you and I trust that you're gonna do the right thing, you, uh, it's, you're trained now, just like a dog. You've trained the dog, you can let it off the leash. It knows not to go, but so far. So systemic racism is the chain that's being used to keep us in slavery or bondage. We're in bondage, but it's not physical bondage anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's mental. Okay. So would you say that slavery has never ended in America, but the bounds or the boundaries of slavery have been extended to the whole I, country? I would definitely say that. I would say that it's just like, I would say I would definitely say that slavery has not enter, uh, ended, but the boundaries have extended. It's just like if you had a dog in the backyard on a chain and it was in a small backyard and then you remove the gates and then take the chain off the dog, there's still gate there's still a gate out there, a bigger the, 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 the space that the dog has to roam is wider, it's bigger, it's more expansive, but the dog is still limited. It's not free to go beyond the bounds that you have set. You've just given that dog more space to roam, to roam, and that dog feels more free. It feels free, but it's not free. You get what I'm saying? So I just think that when you look at it the way it is, yeah, we, we have the right to, to be entrepreneurs. We have the right to, you know, live our life, choose who we want to be friends with, choose where we want to live to a certain extent, not every extent, choose where we want to go to a certain extent, because if you get in trouble or you commit a crime, your right to travel gets taken away. You know what I'm saying? Um, we have the right to live comfortably to a certain extent, but we do not have the right to exist as free people and live and govern ourselves the way we want to. We have people that come into our communities that police us. We have people that tax us and take half of our income away that had nothing to do with us making this income. We have people that uh, are not of our same race or ethnicity that are uh, educating our children. We have people that are of another race that are providing most of the jobs that we have. You know what I'm saying? We have people in our government that don't look like us. There's only been one black president in modern time that we can point to. So I just feel like when we look at the scope of things then you look at private prisons and all the other things that exist and the fact that it's written in the constitution that slavery is prohibited except if you commit a crime and now we have these private prisons 
more private prisons than schools, if you want to be technical and, and be literal, I just believe and, and uh, I feel that slavery has not ended. We're just living in a society that has more room for us to roam, if you will. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right. So let me ask this question then. You talk about I, what I get from you is that basically we are in effect still suffering from the wounds of slavery. We are the product of that. And we've been, I guess, and I'm kind of putting my own system. Now, now we've been cast into a system that is designed to keep slaves slaves. And the boundaries have been extended. So now that we don't, we, we feel as though we have more freedom than we had, but now we're, we're slavery. So with the boundaries being extended, would that then mean that the slaves are now not only relegated to people of color? Is everyone in America a slave? Like one way to look at it, when you go to work, because you talk about a, uh, a taskmaster, which to me looks like a supervisor. Then you talk about uh, the worker being the ones in the field. Uh, police being um, like kind of like taskmasters, so to speak, or the ones on the horses with the guns, making sure these, you know, and, and protecting the rich from the poor. Because essentially it's always what it's been, right? The, the poor work and make the rich rich, and the rich put certain boundaries in place to protect themselves from the poor. Um, now, slavery, and that's kind of, I guess, uh, one overview or one way to look at slavery. But then systemic racism is not necessarily about keeping the poor poor and the rich rich. But systemic racism is about making sure that slaves stay slaves. Is there a difference between the two? Did I just say the same thing in a different way? Or do you think those are two different things? Are you asking me or are you asking all of us? Anybody, yeah, anybody. I think, I think it's the same thing because you said keeping the poor poor and then you said uh, keeping slaves slaves. So to, to me, that's pretty much the same thing because usually the slaves are poor. So I would see that yeah. as kind of being the same thing. Now, now can, it, can it encompass other nationalities or other ethnic groups too in America? Most definitely. At the end of the day, Satan hate all the most highest creation. So it really don't matter. Well, now, 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 don't get me wrong. He hate the chosen the most. He hate them with a passion, the children of Israel. But he definitely hate anything that's created in the image of the most high, which is mankind. That's including man and woman. So that's how I look at it. So at the end of the day, it is about everybody being slaves. But at the same time, he does have his choice in who he hates the most, I believe. I don't think that, I, in a way, I do think that we can look at people in America and say they all are, they could be looked at as slaves or second-class citizens, but in a way, I don't. And the reason I say that is because not everybody has been, not everyone went through chattel slavery. That's first and foremost. Not everyone has a situation in their community to where they don't know how to function as a family unit. Not everyone is being thrown in the prisons in high rates. Not everyone is going through single parent household epidemic, uh, single parent household epidemic, crack ep epidemic. Not everyone is having 
there's poisonous music being uh, pumped into their community and the children taken to it. You know what I'm saying? Not everyone is being manipulated in a way that black people are. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that other people aren't uh, subject to the other things that are going on in America, because that is the case. But a lot of the other races that are in America can leave at any point if they want and go home to a different country and be a citizen in that country and not have anything to do with America. They can forget they ever were in America. We can't do that. Now, there are places like across the world we can't go to, but I just feel like when you talk about slave, I feel like to some extent, yes, but to some extent, no. So I don't all outright disagree. I mean, well, it's, it's like this though, bro. Like, it's like, all right, so, because all of it is being set up according to like parliament. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know how parliament is set up. Like, like, like we just saying the rich, gonna stay rich and the poor gonna stay poor. Now that that existed bef way before, way before um the children of Israel went into slavery. Now I'm not knocking the fact that because we do have a, di a a diabolic plot against the children of Israel. You know what I'm saying? Like for like that's that's first and foremost. It is a a, a plot against these these certain these certain demographic of people. But at the same time though, when it comes to general speaking general as 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 a whole um it's a government structure that's that, that that's keeping a certain group of people regardless of their um ethnic um like like regardless of their, of their nationality regardless of that they're keeping a certain group of people out of the loop from from um from from proceeding to be to a, per, a a place in a place a, a statue, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause this stuff, this this stuff been um been been um been at been at hand way before we even became subject to these other nations. You know what I'm saying? You, we even had slaves. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Depending on what we want to call them service and all that, but we had we had slaves and we we, we treat um treat them well during the um, seven year jubilees and, and things like that. They had different different or not the different rights, not underneath us, but at the same time, it always would be like a, a higher up and a, a lower a lower class. You know what I mean? That's that's how the that's how that's that's how the cookie crumble. You know what I mean? When it comes to certain things, now you got a certain higher up people that don't want a lower people to become them because if if, if that happens, then it won't be no rich and poor. It just be everybody equal. Now, the rich people, they don't want everybody to be equal. They don't want that. You know what I'm saying? They don't, that's why they, they, they don't teach us in school. And it's still with everybody. They don't teach us. We don't go to school that teaches how to invest into different type of um, businesses or, or different type of currency or, or different, a different type of stock, you know what I'm saying, to get us to maintain. Those things be taught by family members and people who already know those things and stuff like that. In a regular public school, people not taught those things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a it's a rich versus poor type of thing. You know what I mean? And inside of that thing, yeah, it's a diabolical plot against the children of Israel because we automatically is, is poor based on us falling from the laws and statues, the statues of the Most High God. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's more so like you get, it's, it's, it's just a, it's it's a rich versus poor, you know what I'm saying, and that's the, and that's the 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 biggest systematic race that 
racism that that goes on is the rich versus poor. That's racism in itself. It's not dealing with people color. You know what I'm saying? It's dealing with people pockets. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's something. That's how I feel about the situation. I'm, I'm with what you're saying, but that's like that's to put that out there because slavery existed way before we even became slaves. You know what I mean? Slavery was was going amongst with different nations before we even came subject to different nations. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> hey, no, I got uh, uh, oh, you got something? Go my ahead. bad. Yeah, 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 I just want to say something real quick. I also think it may be the word that we're using on this topic. Um, I think the, the right word to probably use is captive or captivity. Because like, like, you know, hard bondage is what we went through for 400, well, I ain't gonna say 400 years, but hard bondage is what we went through when we first got to America. You know what I'm saying? Right now, we're more so captives. We're, 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 we're in captivity. Meaning like, it's not hard bondage, hard bondage necessarily, but we still, be quiet. My bad, y'all. We still basically, you know, don't have access to everything that the ruling class has. So I would say we're captive right now or we're in captivity. Just like, for example, when you talk about the Babylonian captivity and you had people like uh, people like Daniel, they still had some sort of, I won't, I won't say autonomy, but they were still able to operate in regular society. It wasn't like the bondage that we went into in America. Like people still owned houses. Like for example, when you go into Book of Tobit, Tobit had a house. Tobit could cook his dinner every night. He chose what he wanted to eat. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't gotta, like the bondage you, that we suffered you're gonna have in America. To, you're gonna have to so they were more like, hey. okay, Tobit was an Israelite. Tobit was an Israelite that was from the tribe of Naphtali. And basically his family had went into captivity in, into Babylon during the time of Nebuchadnezzar. And basically he stayed there and he has a record called the Book of Tobit. And you can find it in the Apocrypha, which is uh, a KJV book, King James Version book. And it was taken out, I believe, in the year 1885. But it's a part of the original, the original uh, KJV Bible. So it's actually a canonical. Okay. All right. So continue. So just so the people know, because Tobit was a slave. No, no. That was there. it. I was done. Okay. I was done. I, I was something. just showing how not all captivity means hard bondage. So right. we started off in hard bondage. Now so I would say we're in captivity right now. So is it safe to say you're saying we went from a hard bondage to a a, 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 a more subtle captivity? No, I still won't say that it's subtle. I still won't say that it's subtle. And the reason why I would say that is because now things is done more so in the dark. Or even if it's not dark, it's like they legalize so many things to where now is normal society. So, for example, you have more African-American people in prison, supposedly, than they had slaves back in the height of slavery in America. This is supposedly. I haven't looked at the statistics myself, but this is what's widely accepted. I've heard that as well. Yeah. Wait. So, I, hold on for the for the listeners. So, so Tobit, you said Nephtali. So, the, um, the northern. You mean you mean the Syrians? The Syrians yeah, captivity. He went, he went into the Syrian captivity. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The Syrian captivity. I wanted to say something on top of that. Um, 
I think that um, one thing we have to consider as well is that like rich versus poor is kind of like that would be one form of slavery. But I also think there are rich people that are slaves and there are poor people that are free. You know what I'm saying? Because when you look at society, for example, and the scriptures even say, you know, what profited a man to gain a world but lose his soul, a lot of people are imprisoned by their wealth. You know what I'm saying? And then there are some people that are set free by their poverty. You know what I'm saying? Because some people, they don't have all the the the, the pleasures and the the riches of this world to hold them down and 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 cause them to compromise or comprom uh, compromise their judgment or compromise the way they treat people or compromise uh, their existence. But then you have rich people that are slaves, not only to the people that are rich, richer to them, but enslaved to their riches and their possessions. So when we talk about slavery, I think when you look at it, it's a mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look at uh, uh, Malcolm X, for example, Malcolm X, when he got to the height of what he became, I think he was a free man. He was free in the regard that he didn't care what people thought. He spoke his mind. He didn't care about the consequences. He got to the point where he had to be killed in order for him to be silenced. And I think at that point he was free. You know what I'm saying? I think with us and today, I feel that number one, we don't take it upon ourselves to do things like people like Malcolm X and people like uh, Nat Turner, et cetera, did. And, and if we want to go back to ancient times, Christ, Solomon, uh, Joseph, we want to talk about people in other, uh, other uh, societies and other cultures and civilizations, we could do that too. But I'm just saying like certain people were revolutionaries. It didn't matter how much money they had. It didn't matter how they grew up they made sure that they were educated. Like Malcolm X went to prison as a thug and a, a, a person that was running numbers, illiterate, and came out as a revolutionary, a man that became so well known that he had enough clout to, to even create a case to go before the UN, and that was when they killed him. So I think that when we look at slavery, I don't think it has really, I don't think it solely has everything to do with money. I just think it has a lot to do with mentality and if you if you let the money aspect limit you i think that that can play a variable in it if that makes sense all right but no and that was deep that was profound right but it seems to me that you're talking about spiritual mental and emotional freedom opposed to physical freedom because you mentioned malcolm x was mentally emotionally spiritually free but yet he was killed in america you mentioned the Hamashiach or the Christ or you know, whom they call Jesus, who was, you know, the son of the most, the living God, right? Um, he was mentally, emotionally free. He could have been physically free if he so chose. He could have called down angels to, you know, free him from any situation. But yet he was killed by the people who were running the area, the Romans. And the, 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 what's their name? The, um, who are they? The Pharisees, Pharisees Sadducees. and Sadducees, right? So he was killed by these people. So even though he was free, he mentally, emotionally, spiritually, he was still physically ens enslaved or in a land that was being 
controlled by another people. So I understand the aspect of us changing our mind, right? To I guess, you know, you, you kind of have to change your mind, I guess, first. Yes, there needs to be a spiritual change, a mental change, an emotional change before you see a physical manifestation of it. I can I can absorb all that. But we're talking about people, we're talking about being in a land where we are physically being held back, where they are physically pushing drugs in our community, they're physically denying us loans and physically making sure that we live in substandard conditions as a, as a majority. Of course, there's always the minority, the few that they let slip through the crack that they feel is not a threat. And I kind of want to touch on that too, because you mentioned earlier that in America, we can prosper as long as we're willing to compromise at a certain point. And there's a law, and I, I was looking for it the whole time. I can't find it. I can't remember exactly. Something, Marius Momentas, or something with a, two M's or something like that, to where <clears throat> there were certain ways that a slave could gain freedom, right? Yeah. Uh, if you told on slaves that were plotting the uprising, you could gain your freedom. If you protected a slave owner and saved his life, you could gain your freedom. Of course, you could work and buy your freedom in some circumstances, and there were a couple other things, but it just made me think you talk about that compromise our people have to make in order to, to have financial freedom in America um, to a certain extent, right? I mean, we're talking yeah. about real financial I'm talking about real wealth, though, like yeah. billionaire it's a, it's a status. Good one. It's the difference between having money and having wealth. Yeah. Big difference. We can, we can make money, but to have wealth, and then a lot of times, as, as much as they can, they will they will get that wealth back. If you start to accumulate wealth, they're going to get it back. You, if, if we have enough time to see what happens with Michael Jordan's legacy, does it, will it go to his wife, who's, who's a young Caucasian or European-American woman? Will his legacy go to her and her family? Or will it pass on to his children that he had with, I think, Juanita? Was his, was his wife's name, his first wife? I forgot. But I yeah. know you're talking about. Yeah, you know, look at Whitney Houston with the wealth she had. Where did it go? It went to her daughter. Where's her and daughter? Killed her daughter. Who, who has her estate now? Where's all her wealth going to? Michael Jackson, where's all his wealth going to? Prince, where's all his wealth going to? So anytime we do establish that wealth now, they were able to compromise and gain financial freedom, but were they able to actually obtain wealth and pass it on from generation to generation, generational wealth? They can gain wealth themselves maybe, but then were they able to have generational wealth without compromising? So that was just another aspect. Yeah. Um, you, did you want to respond to something I said? Yeah. Want to hear the rest? Check out part two of the conversation. Thank you for listening to God Family Nation.